in a pine forest, a world away from the dank coastline. The next morning, we set out on a day hike. We followed a trail into the stillness and darkness of the forest. We were surrounded by the tallest trees I'd ever seen. The sky was hidden by a deep canopy of lacy pine branches. The spongy forest floor of rusty pine needles concealed the footsteps of everyone who had passed before us. Rocky outcroppings reaching high toward the sun on either side kept their reflected light to themselves while we made our way deep into the canyon. The trail we were on narrowed and became more and more obscure, zigzagging up and down the ridge. Stones slipped from beneath our feet and skidded down the steep sandy path. The trail grew steeper and we slid in the sand. It became so precipitous that only a deer could follow it. The sun had started to dip behind the tree line when we realized that we were actually on a deer trail. We had no idea where the real trail was. Harvey and Charlie stood in the distending shadows, arguing about where we were and what we should do. Carol asked, What makes you think this is a deer trail? And the two guys looked at her, shaking their heads and rolling their eyes, not bothering to answer. Carol sat down on a rock and tried to look invisible. I realized I was the only one of the four of us who had ever spent any time in the woods at all. Summer camp in New England when I was a kid. The skinny pine trees and flat terrain of the scraggly Massachusetts woods was no preparation for these rugged California mountains. But I had learned one thing from my meager outdoor experience, that it's not a good idea to wander around lost in the dark. We had no flashlight, no warm clothes, no food and no water, but we did have matches. So we found a clearing where we could build a fire. The shadows merged into darkness as we huddled together around the fire's flickering light and comfort with nothing to do but stay up all night and talk about ourselves. Carol was eager to tell us the story of her life. She came from a large Italian family and had never been more than 50 miles from New York until this summer. The first day of summer vacation, she met Frank from Kentucky, who was traveling around the country in a mail truck that he had converted into a hand-hewn mobile home. Frank said, why don't you come out west with me for the summer? And Carol thought, why not? While her father scolded and her mother cried, Carol packed some clothes and took off with Frank. They drove across the Trans-Canadian Highway, where I met her at a gas station outside Winnipeg. By the time our caravan reached Calgary, Carol was riding in a psychedelic school bus with a commune from California. Frank's mail truck had broken down in Saskatchewan, and he urged her not to hang around and wait who knows how long until he got the truck fixed. Pushed out into the unknown, with only her pack to hold on to, she felt fortunate to land on this bus that was painted on both sides. The question is not why, but why not? Harvey had just graduated from Queens College, and instead of looking for a job, he bought the Impala so he could go look for America. He met Charlie on a beach in Venice. Charlie had dropped out of UCLA and was hanging out on the beach with no particular plans for the summer. Harvey was feeling the lure that was calling hordes of hippies to Big Sur's rocky coastline and rugged hills, and Charlie decided to take off with him. Now Harvey sat in the dark, his lanky body hunched over the fire. There was no relief from the darkness swirling around us, hiding everything familiar and everything unknown. 
In the distance, we heard whistles and cries and whimpering. Our ears, so attuned to sounds of traffic and human voices, couldn't distinguish what we should be afraid of from what might comfort us. Harvey complained. I'm from New York, you know? Like the corner of Grand Central Parkway and 168. I know where that is. What am I doing lost in the woods? We heard a howl off in the distance. It echoed through the canyon. Was it a coyote? Charlie, who had said nothing all night, jerked up. Did you hear that? I bet there are bear all around here. Thank God we have a fire, otherwise there'd be animals all over us. There were more yelping sounds. The darkness filled with screaming and jeering. An entire pack of coyote taunted us from the top of the ridge. Carol murmured, I really liked Frank. I wonder what happened to him. I wonder how I'm going to get back to Long Island. I had no idea how I was getting back east either. But it seemed like a funny thing to worry about right now.